Episode 2014 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Narf Money, live at you from the 19106. I'm joined by Yoni. That's right, we got the number one and two in the power rankings. Both talking about our awesome wins in week one, our future wins in week two, and how good both of our teams are, how bad Lamb Chop's team is, Eagles, NFC East, talking about how bad Eli is, when will you stop saying stupid shit to the whole league, we got Tron ranks, got everything else, guys, listen up. All right, John, week one is over. Narf is coming off the best win of his life. I'm joined by Yoni, also coming off a pretty awesome win, man. What's up? Pretty awesome win, yeah, very exciting. Were, were I you good this week? Were, were, did you stay up for the whole game? No. Oh, I went to bed. Come on, Yoni. It's week hold one. On, hold on. I, I went to sleep at halftime of the Cardinals Chargers game, and I felt pretty comfortable. I was up by like. I don't know, 25 points, and I, like, did some math and figured out that Matthews would have had to go on, like, Berserk. <laughs> that's, and... that's great math, that Berserk equals 25 points. Well, no, I I was like, if he gets if he gets 60 yards and two more touchdowns, then I would still be winning. That I, I actually did that math out. And then I, I also figured that the Cardinals would have to lose more points. I, I felt pretty comfortable. And when I woke up, I was pretty surprised at how close it was. Oh, so you missed the... So, so you were up by like twenty five, but a lot of that was your defense. Like that, those points can disappear in a second. I know, but I had already lost the two. I, I think I'd already lost two of the five points for the yardage bonus. There, the, and, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I won by six points, so like my math wasn't that far off. Okay, but there was a point in the third quarter after Matthews ran for his touchdown where you guys were dead tied, like to the decimal point. You were dead even. In the third quarter, no way. Yes, when after Matthews ran for his touchdown, because it gave him the six-point touchdown, like 30 yards on the run, you lost points on your defense. I'm positive. You guys were dead tied. At whatever Hudson's final score was, I'll look it up. And then Michael Floyd went over 100 yards for you and got you the bonus like in the fourth quarter. I was also pretty confident about that. I counted that as an extra like four or five points because I knew he'd get like, well, I was hoping he'd get an extra like 10 to 20 yards plus the three-point bonus, which I'm against to be on, on the record. Those these stupid might have man michael floyd looked real good though you must be liking that as a third wideout. i love it fifth round terrific what great pick it? by me fifth you said fifth round yeah that, 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 is, that is a good pick actually i think he's gonna have a good season compared to larry fitzgerald who really didn't get targeted at all um yeah, larry fitzgerald's dad yeah so so this was a great weekend for me actually like great fantasy win eagles won and eli manning still sucks so <laughs> For me, it was great. For you, I don't know. Did you watch the Giants game at all? Because they're going to be terrible. I watched the Giants game, and they I knew they were trade Eli. Terrible. What's that? People are saying they're going to trade Eli. Yeah, I heard the Browns might be a destination. And St. Louis also. Oh, my God. 
Well, they should trade him. He's been atrocious for like three years running now. You, 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 you're up for trading Eli? You don't want him anymore? I was the biggest Eli. Like, he, in my book, well, he gets a lifetime pass forever just because. Yeah, you, you, got, you have to give him that, but still. Yeah. But he's been bad, and they don't surround him with the appropriate uh, weapons. Like, he, he, he can't carry a team like his brother or like any of the other like, top quarterbacks. But if you give him, like. Because he's right not weapon, a top quarterback and never has been. No, he's not. You're, you're right. Given the proper surroundings, he's very, very good. He just has like shitty surroundings. He's got yeah. nothing. Uh, I, he's still bad, though. I don't know. I, I still love bad. Look at how bad the NFC East is. Dallas, the Giants, and the Redskins looked like the three worst teams in football this past weekend. Yeah, they're awful, and that makes it upsetting because it just means the Eagles, by default, are going to win. Oh yeah, and we looked terrible against Jacksonville. We were down seventeen nothing at halftime. But, yeah, I know. I was following that game part, mostly for eliminator reasons, and that ended up working out, out poorly. Oh, who did you had the? Who did you pick? I had the Bears. Oh, yeah, me too. You, me, and Priest all went down with Chicago. Yeah, yeah very upsetting. There was a point at, like, halftime of the 1 o'clock games. There were only four teams chosen eliminator. The Bears, Eagles, Jets, and uh, Steelers. And they were all in danger of losing at a point. Yeah, I... I was hoping that they would all just lose. Yeah, and just restart Eliminator after week one. I also don't understand who's in Eliminator this year. There's a lot of people. I have no idea who they are. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I like that. Yeah, I, I liked it being like a Tron League thing. Um, but I don't even want to need to talk about it on the podcast because I'm out and it's not a Tron League thing. The $10 is absurd. Yeah. And the not Tron is also absurd. Yeah, I, I double agree with those. Um, so if, if the Giants get rid of Eli, though, who's the backup quarterback? Uh, <laughs> he actually had a lot of success in the preseason. He's the, I think he's the reason. So his name is Nassib, Ryan Nassib, Nassib. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he a rookie? No, I think he's been around for a couple of years. He's the reason they were 5-0 and in the preseason. And he, like, he put up the smoke screen. I don't think people realize how bad they were in the preseason because their record was 5-0. and Oh, I was, Eli was like 30% on passes. They were bad. Yeah, he was like, he was like one for eight every game. I think he led one touchdown drive in the five games. <laughs> but they won all their games, so I think like people didn't realize how bad that offense was. I don't know. Maybe it'll get better because it's a new offense. But oh, so if like if they trade Eli, do you change your son's name to the new quarterback? Well, to be clear, he's never his nickname has never been Eli. But you named him after Eli Manning. <laughs> so did you just change his name to Ryan? No? No. Is that, that's not he how parenting works. Um, all right, fair enough. Contrary um, to whatever kind of propaganda you may or may not have heard. All right, fair point. Guess guess where I'm uh, headed this weekend, though? New York. Uh, even better, I'm going to win some money. Oh, wait, you're going to Vegas or AC? AC. It is actually my bachelor party. Wait, that's this weekend? This, this weekend. I'm heading down tomorrow night um, with... Uh, people, I'm going to win a bajillion dollars, um, and it's going to be fun. I'm pretty pumped. For like a split second, I was kind of like trying to figure out how I might be able to make it down there for an appearance, but I'm not it, sure it, it's going to work out. If you want to make a guest appearance at my bachelor party, um, I think Frogger is driving from Boston. Uh, you could just hop on oh, down that'd there. Be, that'd be an easy... Okay, well... I'm, I'm guessing you're not going to make it. I'm not really counting on this one to come through. Yeah, just slim, but... but... 
the wheels are turning. What you uh, what you do for yours like twenty years ago? Uh, nine years ago, no, eight and a half years ago. Um, trying to think, yeah, it was all Brandeis people. None of uh, Zach was Zach is probably the only one anybody knows who went. Okay, we went uh, whitewater rafting like way up north here in Maine. Actually, my brother like organized it. Oh, that's actually pretty we fun. A, we rented a cabin for a couple nights and yeah. uh, whitewater rafted on the Saturday. It poured fucking rain all day long, but it was awesome nonetheless. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. Um, so you, you didn't do any, you didn't do anything like super crazy. What's that? You didn't do anything super crazy. No. No, yeah. nothing crazy. All right, we'll see. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll come back alive, but I'm pretty confident about it. Do you plan to do any crazy things? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I've never been to my own bachelor party before. Like, I've been to other people's, but... <laughs> I mean, this is my first. I don't know how many I'll have, so I got to make it good. Well, is the guy who's, like, are the people who are planning it, like, the people who, the type of people who would, like, do CD things? In uh, the, the, my one friend who's planning it is my friend who would do, like, the CDS things of all my friends, and he's the one who's in charge of it. Are you guys planning an elevator reenactment? A what? An elevator reenactment. Oh, uh, Ray Rice style? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should, should we do that and then post videos on the internet, or is it too soon? Well, maybe, like, the Tron internet. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. Um, I've never... Gave it to us. It's not too soon. Okay. It's not too soon. Definitely not too soon. Do you think Goodell saw those videos before? That's, like, that's going to be such a story forever. 100% yes. Yeah, I, th- I actually think he did, too. Within a month, he'll be gone, I think, is my prediction. I think him or someone relatively high up at the at the NFL offices saw them. It was, like, the, the report I read today was that some, some source... I think in the police department, like, told the AP that the NFL definitely saw it back in April. Yeah, exactly. Well, he said he sent it to someone. Like, we don't know how high up it got. Like, it could have just gone to someone low level and they never pushed it up the ladder. You never know. Yeah. There's no way they couldn't have seen it. Like, it's a casino. There's cameras everywhere. Uh, I, I know. It's, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, do you think Ray Rice ever plays football again in the NFL? My gut says no. Like, I think he will. Not not this year, but I think he. I think he gets signed to a team again. Like a te- like as a as a like a like kind of like a flyer, like low risk. Yeah, I mean, my, my, Michael Vick came back. Like, I think in, I think next year he can get signed to a team. I don't know if he'll ever be good again. I mean, he wasn't good last year, but I, yeah. I, I think he gets a chance. Isn't there a difference between like a quarterback and a twenty eight year old running back? Though, like a quarterback can still be good. And it's more important. Like he wasn't even good now. Well, there's that. that. Yeah, I mean, are we talking about his skill level or like the his crime? Like, I don't know if he'll make a team because of his skill level, but I think he'll get a shot. Like, I don't think this is going to keep him out of getting a shot forever. Yeah. Cowboys, hopefully. Yeah, that, that, that'd be fucking sweet. Um, cool. So, anything new with you before we move on to some fantasy talk? Same stuff, just living in Maine. Nothing ever, nothing's new with you ever. You just do the same stuff for always. I mean, my wife uh, starting in July um, is spending the year in Boston, which is interesting because we have two children, obviously, and, uh, you know, single dad during the week is pretty stressful. Like, on a day to day basis, it's fine because I can, like, I, you know, I can navigate, like, day to day. It's easy, like uh, it's just kind of uh, like, and uh, exhausting. I 
week to week basis. Just uh-huh. kind of like activity start. He's in first grade, so like there's soccer and freaking like um, um, dance lessons for my daughter. And uh, what else does he do? Fantasy football. It's just crazy. Every day there's something, and it's just like one crazy thing after another. But I don't know. It's good. At least I mean I have time in the evening, like you mentioned with Anton, to just devote my life to fantasy football after they go to bed. Is that all you do every night? No. It should be. You have a good team, man. I have a terrific team. I know. So I got I got to tell you, like uh, the manager rankings came out. What were you? I think fifth. Like fifth. Yeah. So so. So what I thought of your fantasy skill like two years ago to what I think now is like a complete 180. It's like the inverse Anton. Like I, I used to think you were terrible, and like every year you make moves that I think are pretty good. Yeah. Do you, like speaking of moves, like do you think you're going to hit the waiver wire this week? I'm not picking up anyone. I think my team. I don't need like my team is good. My bench put up 90 points. Who am I going to drop? Yeah, I'm struggling with that because there's like one or two like that I might want, but I, I have the same feeling like I, there's no one that I really want to drop. Well, and the other thing is, um, where you pick ninth, I think, right? I pick ninth, yeah. So I have the fourth. Yeah. So you, if uh, you want to like hold on to that till you get to number one, like you don't want to blow that waiver spot on someone not great. I know, but there are some intriguing waiver options out there right this week. So who are you thinking? Like Alan Hearns, the Jags guy? He's not going to do anything. Well, I mean, I don't. Uh, are you posting this tonight or? <laughs> Um, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow morning. I don't want to divulge too much. All right, don't don't say what you don't want to say. Yeah, I have uh, I have I have one waiver claim out there. I'll say that. Okay, Justin Forsett's a little interesting, um, and you need running you need running backs actually. No, we don't. Well, yes, I mean, you do. That's your that's your weakest spot. Well, I have a lot of them. What I, what I'm going to find on the waiver wire isn't better than what I have. Okay, fair point. Um, you could use a QB too, also actually, but I wonder who's out there. Um. Actually, there so, might be some spots. Matt Castle might be out there, right? Castle's there. Hoyer's there. Oh, Hoyer's not terrible, actually. No, he's not terrible. He's intriguing. Okay, so these are some of your intriguing pickups. Um, yeah, so so tell me about like your draft strategy going in. Were you? I feel like you did the same thing as me, as you were not targeting running backs early at all. Is that correct, or is that just how it happened? There were there were three things that I wanted in the first. I, I like specifically didn't want a running back in the first five rounds. Yeah, same same with me. Except I changed that, but yeah. Who did you get? I took Ellington in the fourth because I thought he was okay. too good of a value to pass up. But I yeah. I went in thinking running backs in rounds like five and seven or six and seven. Yeah. So you took Ellington. Oh yeah, you drafted right before and right after me. You took Ellington right before Gronk. No, after uh, Gronk. After Gronk, and I would have taken Gronk there. Gronk was my pick there. If, if you would let him go one more spot. Yeah. I feel like I got kind of lucky. I mean, as you, you know, chronicled with Anton, like the wide receivers went kind of backwards. Like, I, I can't believe Antonio Brown fell to me. Yeah, I, I was really close to taking him over Brady with the third round. And then I, I would have been wide out, wide out, wide out at that point. But Antonio Brown could finish top five. He's so good. Yeah. And... And Roethlisberger loves him, and there's no Emmanuel Sanders. So, I, I, yeah, I can't believe he fell there. So my, my strategy, I actually, um, I toyed with the, with, with the idea if Jimmy, Gray, if Jimmy was there in the second round, third pick of the, pick of the second round, I was going to go with him. Yeah, that, that was never going to happen, though. Right. I had this crazy thought of having Graham and Gronk on my team. Oh, pulling a Vigo, a double tight end? Yeah, but top... 
what did he have? He had Vernon and he's got he Vernon had, and Julius Thomas. It worked out well for him. They put up fifty combined points last week. He has the two right now. What? He has the two tight ends right now. Yeah, he starts one at wideout. Okay. Yeah, so I wanted to do something like that with two better wide with two better tight ends. Yeah, if you had anyway. gone, if you had gone Graham and Gronk, I'm not sure I'd like your team that much. I'm pretty glad for your sake that didn't happen. Yeah, in in retrospect, it worked out well. Um, uh, so, so you were targeting? Were you targeting wideouts early, like QB wideout wideout? I I had a I had a strong feeling that Stafford was going to be there at nine. Yep. And then I wanted wide receiver in the second round if Graham wasn't there. So I just took the best available who I thought. I mean, I I picked Dez over. Julio and Jordy and Marshall. Yeah, I was pretty happy about that because I really wanted Julio there. I, I'm a big Julio believer, but but Dez is definitely a fine pick. Like you, you're, it's pretty much a crapshoot between like Dez, AJ, Julio. Like who's gonna finish the top? You know. Like, My only concern is if Romo's not healthy. He, not that he's the only one who can get him the ball, but I don't know. Yeah, he looked really. He looked worse than Eli actually. Um, they looked dysfunctional. Um, but Stafford looked great for you, man. Did you watch that game? Of course I watched. I, yeah, I watched. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, like, I've owned Stafford two or three times. Like, I, I've watched a lot of Lions games in the past. Like, he's never looked that good on his feet before. Like, he was making pass rushers miss. He hit, that, like, rushing touchdown was a pretty good run, actually. That saved the game for me. Yeah. Oh, it did, actually, yeah, because you needed every point you could get, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. So, so any who was your favorite player to come away with in the draft? Was it Antonio Brown in the third, Michael Floyd in the fifth? Like, who were you most happy with? I think I'm the most happy with Antonio. I mean, I I have a feeling Floyd's going to end up as a top ten wide receiver. So I think I'll have three top ten wide receivers. Um, I, I won't say Floyd can't end up top ten. Like, it wouldn't shock me, but I, I wouldn't bet on it. I would bet he finishes, like, in 11 through 15 range. But okay, that's, still, that's still going to be awesome. Like, I think he's going to be have a really good season. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I think I, I wasn't, like, thrilled with anybody. I, I just think I made, like, solid picks, which I've, I've done poorly in, in recent drafts. Like, in recent drafts, I've always had, like, two or three, like, what the hell was I thinking picks. Yeah, uh, Tavon Austin and Ryan Broyles. Yeah, I mean, and even last year I picked MJD in the third round, which wasn't the worst decision at the time, but it worked out poorly. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Johnson in the seventh round is going to end up being really good for me. He he definitely could be fine. He's way better every year than everyone thinks he's going to be. Like, everyone thinks he's not startable, and he'll finish, like, 15th or 16th. Yeah, he had 17 points this week. Yeah. Now, now Toby Gerhardt and I watched that whole game looked really bad, and the Eagles' D is not good. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned about that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for either a Dio a Dio injury or a Frank Gore injury, so that either one of those guys. Car- Carlos Hyde looked good. Like you, you could probably start him without a Frank Gore injury. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Um, what about a? He looked great. What? My Cardinals D looked great as well. Oh yeah, they actually. I mean, well, Rivers just isn't that good, but they they should. Patterson shut down Keenan Allen really well. Uh, the only one that really beat him was Antonio Gates. They couldn't cover the tight end, but that that they, they were definitely solid. Um, they're going to be good, especially in that division. None of the offenses are that good either. Um, yeah. What about Josh McCown though? Like, yeah, that's that's a big liability, and he did, he looked really bad. Yeah. 
I always do this with my quarterbacks. Like, I mean, at least this year I grabbed a good one. I wait, 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 because I'm always like, oh, there will be more there. Later. So, I guess so I could have taken Tannehill over him. I'm not. Su- I'm not super high on Tannehill either. Like, I, I don't know. Black- Blacko went 11 picks later. He he might have been a better pick there. Oh, Flacco went in the 10th round. Flacco sucks. I know, but he scored like 30 points or I mean, 22, 23, something like that. Eli was still out there. You could have taken your boy. No, pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe it. Moose Moose benched him for EJ Manuel. And no, that was actually the right move. Eli wasn't there, actually. Oh, he wasn't? Yeah, he was taken a round earlier. Oh, my God. Yeah. There was a minute where I thought about drafting Eli this year, but <laughs> he looks so bad in the preseason. It just, it just couldn't happen. Um, I think I think McCown will be a top fifteen quarterback this year. Not the way he looked yesterday. I don't know. He's got two giant wide receivers to just chuck the ball up to. I agree, but not the way he he looked. He had them yesterday. He was awful, or not yesterday on Sunday. Better in the second half. Yeah, we'll see. keep keep in mind this is like if you throw out like his five game stretch last year in the Bears where he was awesome. Like we're talking about Josh McCown who was yeah. in the CFL and out of football the last, like, three years. Somewhat concerning. <laughs> yeah, um, like, he doesn't have a great track record. Um, and Mike Evans is, is a rookie. Like, he, I don't know, he didn't do a lot. Vincent Jackson's never consistent either. Um, were, you pissed, were you pissed, though, that we got a live draft together with all 11 other league members except for you? I, I don't consider that a live draft. That looks so lame. <laughs> it, it really was. Like you must have been mad that you wasted so much time. I wasn't getting there. Um, I wasn't mad. Halfway through, I started wondering if it was really worth it or not, and came to the conclusion probably no. But yeah, you know, I, if there's there a was, live draft, I'm gonna go. That's what I said. There was no laughter. There was no. There was very little witty banter. There was nothing. There was there was high fuse with his papers. Yeah, but th- but that's because like. Uh, you you can't, there's no time for that when you have a minute per pick. Honestly, like you need a draft to take eight hours. That's. Okay. I know you agree with me. I know you agree. I know you try it. Also, it's okay. I'll still have all the football themed plates and hats and plasticware ready for next year. You know the fucking problem though is it's going to be Anton's anniversary every year. That's bullshit. So until him and Libby get divorced and he remarries on a better anniversary. He's, like, always going to have that excuse. No. There are, like, three weeks during which you can draft. Three weekends during which you can... I think like, three is too many. Only two. It can only be the, the two leading up to the, to the season. Agreed. So, I don't, I don't really care about their anniversary. He can figure that out. It would be so much fun. As I've already explained on this podcast, how much fun a live draft, a multi-day live draft here would be. All right. With all this excess space... So the offer's still on the table. It's on the table in perpetuity. Even if Fuse brings magazines. Fuse can bring as many magazines as he wants. All right, fair point. Fantasy um, and naughty in nature. All right, so so what about some power rankings? Um, I've had you. I kept you at number two again. You you think you should be number one? You want to make the case? Or are you happy where you are? I think I should be number one, but I will say that. I'm not one to really, like, toot my own horn too much. So, like, if you want to take all the responsibility of being number one, that's fine. I was actually real close to switching us just so I was not jinxing myself. But I didn't want to look weak. Like, you know, I put myself number one for first. I won my game. 
fourth highest score. Like, I can't drop myself. Well, you can't use the argument about looking weak because you put yourself number one always. No, no. one year, last year I didn't. Last year I put myself number three. I checked. There's four preseason power rankings. I was 1-1-3-1. So I have a really high average. But yeah. uh, one year I didn't. <laughs> and that was the year I finished number one. Um, I mean, so... I think it's fine. I mean, um, you, you, like, you, you can't overreact to one week. And um, I think as, a, as was pointed out today, like, you can't look exactly at how many points were scored and determine the rankings based off that. Yeah, that's not what power rankings are in any yeah. form anywhere. I, I, I thought that was hilarious today. <laughs> do you, so, so here's a question. Do, do you and Fuse, like, actually hate one another? No, we don't. He just annoys me a lot when he posts stupid shit like that about my power rankings. I mean, he, yeah, he, he says a lot of stupid stuff. I don't think we hate each other. I don't hate Fuse. I hope he doesn't hate me. If he hates me, he should get out of the fucking league. But, like, he, I, I don't know, Fuse. Like, you just, like, you make stupid comments all the time. And, it's like, I have to react to those. Especially if you're attacking my livelihood as a fantasy media outlet. Like, this is how I make my living. So, like, I take pride in this shit, in my rankings and my podcasts. I get endless enjoyment from it, so don't, uh, yeah. Did you, did you listen to the whole Me and Anton one? That shit went so long. Of course I did. <laughs> that ran over, that took, like, four hours of total recording time. And an hour of that was me sitting there waiting while Anton was an hour late to the podcast. But still, that was, like, an entire Saturday afternoon, was that podcast. That was terrific. <laughs> yeah, we went through a long time. Um... I'm still, still trying to get fucking Vigo. He's usually on by now, but he's, um, I don't know, I think he's mad at me because I ranked his team low. So he, he and Fuse, it seems like the younger people just, like, get really petulant and, like, baby-like with, like, with any kind of criticism. And yeah, Vigo gets more criticism than the rest, but, like, they, the, those younger Trons just, like, can't handle, like, their skin is so thin, like, they can't handle any kind of criticism. It's ridiculous. I, maybe that's it. I don't, I don't know. Um, do you think we're just weaker now than, than Trons used to be? Well, I guess I guess you would consider... I mean, I guess you're one of the younger generation, but I mean... Um, I'm kind I of split, like, and like, I'm kind of in the middle of this league, actually. I feel like Lamb Chop's the cutoff. Also, everyone's young compared to you, but... That's true. Lamb, Chop's, Lamb Chop's the cutoff for you because he, that's the people you played with. Like, you yeah. never played with anyone below him that's in the league. But I think there's like there's Lamb Chop and up is six, and then like lower than Lamb Chop, there's six probably. Um. Well, well, there's you, Noah, Anton, Lionel, Lamb Chop. That's five. Five. Okay. And then, then there's Priest and CB. I guess you could call them the middle, and then there's five below them. You go to school with with Fuse and Hudson? Yeah, they were freshmen when I was seniors. You, you were the only person I did not overlap with on Sean. Yeah, old. Yeah, you, you are pretty old. Um, all right, so so back to I mean, yeah, Fuse. I don't hate you. You just have stupid statements and ideas a lot of the time, um, and your wideouts are really atrociously terrible. That gives me a lot of joy. As bad as like as much joy as I get from Eli sucking, like you starting Sammy Watkins, him getting three points, and Larry Fitzgerald getting two points, and James Jones got you ten with one nice touchdown grab. But mm-hmm. your team, your team's just not good. Um, so uh, that makes me pretty happy as well. Um, How many bets do you have with Fuse now? I think we have two. One on one on Joyke Bell versus Reggie Bush, which is interesting. Um, 
You're winning that so far. I'm winning that so far by like two points. Yeah, I had Joik. Um, I'm not super confident that Joik will finish higher than him in points. I think compared to where in the rounds they were drafted, I think it's a no-brainer who's a better value. Like I'd take Joik two rounds later. But I think they'll be close in points. Um, my other bet is who has a better record, me or Fuse. Um, that I'm not super worried about at all. I mean, we're both one and one right now, but my team's good, so you know. Oh yeah. Um. So let's see. So yeah. So you're happy number two. Have you looked through the rest of the power rankings? Are there any other? Are there any teams you think are a threat to uh, to you to your team going all the way this year? Besides me, obviously. I think. I mean, the Hudson team is obviously good. I was really worried about that about that matchup. Um, Hus- yeah, the thing on Hudson's team is, like, Macklin had 17 points. He did not play well at all. He had, a, like, a 60-yard touchdown on just a completely blown coverage. Like, yeah. no one picked him up from the, the line of scrimmage to the end zone. But I don't think he's going to have that great a season. I can't remember exactly what was said about the team, but I think his team is really good. Who, whose team? Go. Vigo? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So Vigo's got the double tight ends. Um, he's, he's got he's starting Kaepernick and Geno Smith, though. Like, Geno, uh, I mean, he'll have some, like, good games, but he's super inconsistent. Um, I'm also not super high on Demarius Thomas this year. Like, I think, uh, I think he plays a, they play a really hard schedule of, like, top level cornerbacks. And he didn't, Demarius, like, didn't do a lot. On uh, well, Sunday night, and the Broncos' offense was doing fine without him. Payton looked his way a lot. Did he? Did yeah, he? I think he had like eleven targets, but only caught four balls. Oh yeah, he had a couple bad drops, like easy drops, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. he'll be fine. I think Percy Harvin's awesome. I think Percy Harvin's awesome too as a player, but I think he's gonna have a lot of games like this where it's like sixty to seventy receiving yards, thirty to forty rushing yards, and like. He's not going to get a lot of touchdowns, and he's not going to get a lot of 100-yard bonuses. So I, I don't yeah. think he's going to have a ton of, like, 20, 25-point games. He's going to have a lot of, like, 9, 10, 11, 12-point games, which is, like, solid. But I, I don't see him as, like, a big game threat necessarily. Do you think that Vigo will use the waiver wire to drop Ray Rice? Uh, well, he has, I mean, he has to drop Ray Rice. Like, he's not going to play this year. I mean, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I wonder if you can put can you put him on IR or no because he's not injured. I don't know how that works. His week two status is bye. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, because he's not on a team. Oh, he's a free agent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they dropped him, so every week should be bye. Not IR. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's. Um, sucks, though. Yeah, you, I guess you can't because CB didn't put Josh Gordon on IR, um, and I guess he would have if he could have. Uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe. Um, Teams are the initial runaway favorites. I don't know. I, I don't like having all this pressure. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you've kind of earned it, but it, it is tough to play from the top. Like it's it's been my undoing every season. Like I just my team is too good. They're too high in the rankings, and then they just collapse. Um, so I don't know. What about um Lamb Chop though? That was like a great loss for him. He got crushed, and his team might be terrible this year. Lacajo Fa- Lacajo Follies. Lacajo Fol. Yes. Well, not Foles, Follies. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, so RG3 and Sean Hill combined for like nine points. Sean Hill might not even be playing. So Lamb Chop's in the quarterback market too. He's going to get uh, desperate pretty soon, I think. I don't have anything to offer him though. Uh, well, no one should trade with him. Actually, 
if we have a fucking if we have a league wide trade embargo on Lamb Chop, he, he's not going to make his team better. Um, in fact, if someone else like who has roster spots just picks up like Matt Castle and Brian Hoyer, like you grab one of them, and then someone else grabs another, and then just aren't quarterbacks out there, like he just there's nothing he can do. He's got, I think he's got Michael. He's got Vic, who will probably end up playing eventually. I haven't really followed the Jets at all. Yeah, but but his team is gonna be bad, and I'm gonna love that. So it's gonna shape me up for a great season, Yoni. Like I'm so pumped about this season, man. Europe North, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never like been this happy on a podcast. Usually, I'm just like pretty angry about why my team sucks. The last the last two years have been angry podcasts. Yeah, this could be a very different tone. I might get pretty obnoxious if I'm like eight and zero and just destroying all you bitches midway through the season, but. We'll we'll see um, what it comes to. So who who are you uh, playing this week? Week two are the good week two matchups. I haven't looked yet. This week I have week two. Oh, I'm playing. Oh, I'm playing Lamb Chop. Fucking awesome. Um, and you're playing. Any predictions for that one? Yeah. How many points are you going to win by? Um, well, right now, he's actually... ESPN has him putting up 142 to my 137. But I'm going to have a big week, I think. Because I hope Tom Brady... That's the one worry I have on my team, is Tom Brady might just be bad at football now. I like, think he's going to be awesome. You you think he is? Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, you better be hoping so for Gronk. They better both be awesome together. That's why I'm hoping it. But... I don't know. Like I thought last year was going to be an aberration and he would bounce back and look good, but he was so bad in the second. I mean, the O-line was really bad. It wasn't all him, but they he were was He had like 30 passing yards in the second half after 200 in the first and two fumbles. Yeah. Um, I'll beat Lamb Chop by like 30 or 40 points. It shouldn't be close. Like I'll go like 158 to 104, something like that. That's actually 54 points. Yeah, 54 um, points. Now, I'll give I'll give him one He'll hit 120, 158 to 120. Calling it right now. Um, what about you and Priest? Priest? Priest needs to bounce back. He put up a good week and just got fucked by Vigo's retarded email Sunday night. What did Vigo say? So Vigo said uh, oh, he was still bitter about me not giving him a write-up in the power rankings. So he's like, Narf didn't give me a write-up because he thinks I suck, but I scored the most points this week and Narf got crushed. So then what happened was you took the lead for most points scored. Congratulations. Thank and you. I came back from down 52 points Monday night with Carson Palmer. Bam, Vigo won my matchup. I was going to write that exact same email if somebody hadn't beaten me to it. Oh, I had that thing crafted for a good... Like, as soon as it was the fourth quarter and I had a chance, I, like, wrote the email and, like, wrote the list of quarterbacks Carson Palmer was going to outscore and then started, like, almost crying because I thought I jinxed myself. And that's when Palmer, like, fumbled... And like it was hard, but then it, it, it all worked out. I was so, I was so happy Monday night. So for my matchup, I, I'm projected to lose by twenty. Nice. I think those projections are idiotic, though. Uh, they're they're not smart. Um, pre pre so go against Manning and Romo. Like that's that's a good quarterback combo. To, like that's hard to beat. Yeah. Assuming Romo's playing the Titans, I don't think their defense is great. Um, Manning should obliterate Kansas City. He usually does. Yeah, this is a tough matchup. And what's the Eagles? What's the Eagles secondary like? Uh, they're terrible. So Reggie Wayne should have a good game. Uh, Keenan Allen won't do anything. 
Reggie Wayne, they're terrible, but they're they're really bad at like deep balls. Like they they're not athletic. Like they can't handle like fast speed receivers. So yeah. it's not the like it's not the best matchup for Reggie Wayne. His skills don't exploit him that well. But yeah, they also can't cover, so I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And that should be high. Play. That should be high scoring. Um, who do you have? Um, Dez going against Tennessee, right? Antonio Brown against Baltimore. That's fine. Michael Floyd against your Giants. Giants pass defense was just terrible. Two hundred yards for Floyd. Two hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably more than Eli will throw for. What's the What's the line on Michael Floyd receiving versus Eli passing yards? Over Michael Floyd. Michael Floyd over. Yeah. Uh, Stafford against Carolina, though, um, their their front seven's good, and that was part of the reason McCown looked so bad last week. Like they get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, that, that's the other reason I'm not so worried about McCown. Like, um, um, somebody tried to make a trade for McCown, like trade for McCown already, or tried to insinuate that McCown might not be uh, anything and trade somebody shitty. Who is is this Lamb Chop? No. Are you going to say who offered you the trade? My opponent from last week tried to give me Flacco. Oh, I despise. Oh, Hudson. Has, yeah, Hudson always has Flacco on his team. Like, yeah, that's what I told him. I told him I hate Flacco, and he agreed. <laughs> yeah, Hudson's smart enough to get that. It was, was a good effort on his part. So, so, but you're not worried about Stafford this weekend because you're going to need him to have a like. You need him to be good this season, like for for your team to be really good. I think. I'm not worried about him. Like, even if even if they're not getting deep looks, like he has not like he'll get enough of those like screen passes to pick up like 120 yards that way. And I don't know. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be really interesting because like in previous years when he gets a lot of pressure from like D lines linebackers, that's when he starts doing stupid stuff and throwing like sidearm interceptions left and right. Like if he's if he's really like a more mature player and doesn't do if he avoids the turnovers, he'll be fine against them. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think it'll be close. I'm going to take it, though. I'm trying to look. So so Noah and CB is the only matchup of 1-0 teams. Um, so uh, CB seems okay. He, he Him and Moose actually went down to the wire Monday as well. We had three games decided by the, the second Monday night game. It's it an awesome night to be watching just as a fan of the league. But, yeah. And CB almost blew it by starting Ladarius Green over Antonio Gates. Um Ladarius, he was down by like two points going into the game, and Ladarius Green didn't have a catch till the fourth quarter. I don't think. I think he ended with like one catch for thirty yards, and actually that was enough. Two point four point, yeah, wow. Um, so, so CB pulled out that one. Um, yeah, Ant- Anton was really high on Noah's team. I'm not sure if that shows he's really high on Noah in general, or if he thought his team was that good. But he's probably An- hand jobbing him at the time. Yeah, An- Anton. Anton thinks Noah's team's like a legit title threat. I don't. Jay Cutler. And Tannehill makes me, I don't know, it's hard to get past that until they prove it. And Tannehill didn't really do anything last weekend. But his, his wideouts are definitely good. And actually probably on par with like yours or mine, depending on how good you think Cordero Patterson really is. That Noah's wideouts? I don't think so. Well, it, it, dep- it depends on how good Cordero Patterson is, really. Even if he's terrific, Becker is like not going to be good week to week. Well, no, Noah has Welker on the bench. Depends on if you think Welker's going to play or not. Um, and Decker, yeah, he's not gonna be. But and no, you're, you're right. Actually, if if even if Patterson's terrific, he doesn't have the depth. He definitely doesn't have the depth that you have with Floyd as a third wideout, um, who's definitely better than my like Kendall Wright, Kelvin Benjamin combo. That's that's not super strong, but with Calvin and Julio, I'm gonna like that. They're gonna outscore most people's wideout trios by themselves. 
I think Kelvin will be terrific, though. Uh, you think who? Kelvin. Kelvin or Calvin? Kelvin. I can't tell which one you're saying. Benjamin. Oh, Kelvin. Yes, I think he's going to be good, too. And yeah. Anton on the fucking podcast was talking about how I have no wide receiver depth at all. He's going to be number one in Carolina. He's going to score like eight touchdowns. He's huge. You took him one spot before I, before I was going to take him. I took him in like the 12th or 13th, I think. Yeah, I think the Cardinals right after him. What did you, uh, did you like drafting in the ninth spot? Were you happy with that or no? I loved it. Me too. When I, I, was, I spent a long time debating between eight or nine, but I thought those were both great spots to draft this year. Yeah. I, I, think, I think you feel obligated to take – so there's like a couple of quarterbacks that you take in, the, like in our league in the top like five or six, and then you feel obligated to take three, like one of like three or four running backs – but you don't want those. You don't really want those. You want like a quarterback in round one. Yeah, it's for for me. It's it's all about the second half of round two. I think the value in the second in the in the fir- sorry the first half of round two is so much greater than the second half. Like I yeah. think you get to those like five or six elite wideouts basically, and then if you're drafting like in the second half of round two, there's no one there that's good. You end up with like Andrew Luck or like Zach Stacy or like. A running back or quarterback, like you're not really happy with, when like all the elite wideouts are off the board. That, that that's what did it for me. As I thought, a really good place to draft. Yeah. So the last four picks of round two: Doug Martin, Le'Veon Bell, Arian Foster, Gio Bernard. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't have wanted any of those players, honestly. Right. But you feel forced to take them because that's where you are, and like that's the right pick. But exactly. Um, I mean, Doug Martin looked terrible. I would probably take. I'd probably be happiest with Foster out of those four players. Um, but exactly, like it, it forces you into making those types of decisions. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, in like the end of round one, actually, you have a you have a lot more flexibility. Like you can go wide out, you can go Jimmy Graham, you can go quarterback. You can really do anything, actually. Like there are decent running backs on the board: Marshawn Lynch, Demarco Murray type players. Yeah. So I, I liked it, and there's a lot of like in our quote unquote live draft. Like everyone was saying how like the early spots are so much better. Like, I went back and looked, and the teams that made the playoffs last year drafted, um, I think, like, 5, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Like I, I went back and I actually looked at I think that was on your website. And I yeah. went back and did that. Not, not that I had a choice because I was the 11, like, randomized number, so I was kind of, like, forced to pick 9, and I'm glad. But, I, but that kind of, like, comforted me because I was like, okay, this is actually okay. What was the other option on the board? Was it 9 and 10? Or nine and eleven. I cannot. Um, I can't recall. Yeah, it, it was one of those. I know Vigo took twelve, and it wasn't the last spot. Right. Um, all right. Cool. So anyway, so so Noah CV should be an all right matchup. I guess Anton and Lionel they're only zero and one team. So loser is in a serious jeopardy of missing the playoffs already, and neither really looked good in week one. That's a shame for Anton. He used to be good at fantasy. And he tries did, hard. Did he really used to be good at fantasy, though, or was he just? Or did he? Just... Maybe he never was. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the couple good seasons were just a mirage because he's just terrible now. Yeah, recall that nobody tried back then, Anton. That that's true. No one tried back then. Anton had a couple good seasons. Yoni and Noah were like two and fifty combined every year. There was one. There was one year that I think I might have been auto drafted. That Noah like or uh, not Noah. Anton signed me up for the league and. Named my team. Was that to hear your fatherhood made me gay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing you didn't come up with that. No. 
And because, like, what's the incentive to play fantasy football? I mean, yeah, pride is one thing, but, like, if there's no money on the line, what's the incentive? Fucking pride. If you don't, first of all, if you don't draft your own team, there's no reason to play in the season. Like, I would never play on an auto-drafted team. Like, drafting is, like, 90% of the fun for me. Right. Um, and, like, then getting to manage the players you draft instead of getting stuck with, like, uh, I, I don't know, having terrible people on your team. Um, hey, have you still been listening to the PBS Oh yeah, um, not as much, but I'm. I followed you this year. It's like I used to listen to Matthew Barry a lot, and I've not listened to him in like a good two months now. CBS is so much fucking better. It, it's yeah. it's not even close. Like they're not annoying. They have much better opinions and analysis. Like they're not Matthew Barry. Like I've almost completely switched over to like CBS and my predominant fantasy news and ranking site. That's why like Carson Palmer. Like I was having him anyway, but they were really high on him preseason. Like, the Patriots D, they were really high on ESPN wasn't. Like, there were a couple of players that were, like, really ranked pretty differently that, like, I, I went with CBS on. This is bad. We're divulging trade secrets here. I know. But, well, I always worry about, like, giving up too much of my secrets. But I don't know. I mean, people people will figure it out eventually. And I don't know. Like, not enough people try hard enough. Like, half the league doesn't listen to fancy podcasts, except for mine, probably. That's true. Um, all right. You have anything else you want to talk fantasy, or you want to wrap it up with some Tron ranks? We can do some Tron ranks. All right. Um, I got to tell you, I have not thought up my best or worst yet, so there'll be a lot of dead air and like stuttering as I try to think them up. Um, okay. You get to go first, though. Uh, start okay. with worst and best. Um, Tron ranks. Uh, in some sort of future where we're at an all-out uh, global war, basically... Um, you are drafted into the United States Army. Okay. Top best Tron, worst Tron to be your army general to lead you into battle. Okay. Number one. Start, starting with worst. Starting with worst three to be like the three. commander of your army. Yoni. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. Think out loud for the people listening. I mean, okay. So this is hard because I'm like, I, like my initial reaction is that there's a lot of like people who I would trust, actually. Oh, but there, there's a lot to it. Yeah, I mean, you got to trust them. Uh, they have to be smart, like strategic. They have to be like leaders. Like you have to be willing to fight for them. I don't know. Who am I fighting against? Uh, that's a good question. Bad guys. What country don't I like right now? Um, we're fighting against. Ooh, who do you want to fight against? Well, it's kind of like a free-for-all. It's like every country for themselves. So we're fighting okay. against the world. Royal Rumble of the world. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bottom three. Myself. Who? Me. Oh, okay. You no, know, you can't rank yourself. Even if it's low? No. Well, ooh, that's a good rule. No, because, you, because it doesn't make sense. You cannot be your own commanding officer. Oh, uh, that's true. Good point. Okay. You. Thank you. Um, I don't. I don't want Moose to lead me into battle. He's too. He's too much of a pacifist. Like I feel like. I feel like he just wouldn't have like the killer instinct. Okay. Moose can Moose can get intense, but I, I don't disagree. I mean, I I might not know him as well as you, but I, he he just seems like so passive and like kind. You know. Um, and Noah. Noah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Noah would have a lot of good like um, field sense. 
<laughs> Yield stands for where to position his soldiers? No, just like how to like survive. But but maybe not to like lead other men. I don't know. Okay. Um that that's fair. Uh, no no is in consideration for mine. Um I'm gonna throw out um choir boy. Um I don't know, I just can't see him like commanding a giant army of men. Like he's he's kinda like quiet and I don't know. I don't know if he'd be good in battle. He's in your bottom three? Yeah, CB's in my bottom three. You have CB oh. as a top? I, I mean, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Tron ranks can disagree. I mean, there, there should yeah. be controversy. Um, there will be. In Tron ranks. Um, there will be. I also have to put Vigo in this list. I'm sorry, Vigo. Uh, come on the podcast and defend yourself instead of just writing stupid emails and costing priest fantasy games. Um, <laughs> CB, Vigo. I don't like to put Fuse in my bottom for everything. Um, so I'm trying to think if there's, and Fuse is like, he probably has like the cutthroat, like kill at yeah, all costs. Yeah, yeah, Fuse would actually be all right at this. Um, yeah. as long as I could get behind, like listening to him give speeches and hopefully they were just not like completely stupid. Um, CB Vigo. It's the stupid speeches that motivate men. Are they? I don't know. I've never been in battle either. I don't have a lot of experience in this, in this round rank. Um, yeah. I'm actually going to go with Frogger on a bottom three. I don't think he'd be very good at this. Um, all right, you got some tops? Like, you don't think he would, like, man up? No, Frogger... I, I don't know. I don't take him seriously when he's trying to be serious. I, 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 just, I, would just, I just laugh at him if he's trying to be serious. So so maybe for, maybe for other people, he'd be able to get, get his point across, but for but me, I would, I, I would just laugh at him. Okay. Uh, okay, so top? Yep. Okay. I'm waiting for you. He was the first one that I was going to, when I got a little excited about doing the top, CB. Okay. What, what about Choirboy? What's that? What about him? Like, why do you want to fight and give your life for Choirboy? He, um, I think, has, like, like, a very, like, quiet confidence. That's not what you want in, like, a fucking army general in the field of battle, though. Well, the... You want the confidence part. Okay, like, that, that's true. You do You I do want to trust him. I don't think an army general needs to be like the most like talkative person. He, he needs to lead by example, and I feel like CB would lead by example. He's, like, he, he's obviously very outdoorsy. He, he, he would know how to handle himself in adverse conditions. Okay. I just think, I don't know, he, he seems like somebody who I can get behind. Okay, that's fine. He's a that, well-spoken guy. That, that's, I don't know, those are good reasons. You can, you can go with CB. Yeah, CB, top. My top top. Um, okay, number one overall. Top of the power rankings. Um, I think Fuse would be a crazy mofo general. He really might be, the more I'm thinking about it, actually. Yeah. No fear. I don't get the sense. Yeah, he might not, be high. It's not so afraid like, of anything. Yeah, he's just like... Um, I mean, you when know, your fantasy team sucks, you have nothing to live for anyway. So, like, yeah. he's got nothing to lose. Yeah. Shitty fantasy team, great general. And then for my third, Lionel. Lionel. Yeah, he gets he gets excited. He like he gets he gets up for things, and he like um, he gets like surprises. I mean, I'm basing this like all on frisbee. He gets like really serious. I think he steps up when like it, like when it you know comes down to it when it matters the most. You don't think he'd be like too sarcastic the whole time? No, I think I think he would. 
I think he would appreciate his responsibility. Okay. All right. CB number one, Fuse and Lionel. Um, yeah. I have... I'm going to go Anton in my top three. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a smart pick. Uh, <laughs> I can see that you're laughing because we're on video. What's what? Like you? You don't think Anton could handle this? I think he could give like a, a like a really serious speech on like pump us all up and, and get us going. <laughs> Maybe this is a stupid pick. <laughs> I mean, you didn't put him in your bottom. He can't be that bad. Anton's like the jester. He's not the general. No, Ant- Anton captains in Terabang and leads us to battle every year. He might be the smartest person I know, but he would not be the person I want to have okay. lead me at the battle as my general. <laughs> yeah, the more, the, more I, the more I rethink it. Um, I had Anton. Um, I was going to go you also in my top three, Yoni. Oh, terrible. Um, yeah, this might be really bad so far. Um who else is in the I league? I can't even picture myself carrying a gun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd be serious about it and trustworthy. I don't know. Um, my pants. I feel like Randall would be pretty good. Is she eligible for Tron ranks, though? I don't think she's eligible yet. I think it's I think it's relegated to 13 people for the time being. Okay, and she never played. She's not a Tron. Like She, she may or may not be in the league. I'm still a little unclear about that, but... She's not on Tron. So, so Lionel, you can tell Randall I would have put her in my top here, though. Um, I would agree with... If she was eligible, I would agree with that. Yeah. She, she'd be fucking good at that. Like, yeah. that, she's actually probably, like, built... Like, she's, like, her life mission should be to be, like, an army general, probably. Yeah. Agree. Um, Anton... Yoni... Who else is there? I agree... I agree with... I'm not going to choose Moose. I'm not... Definitely not going to choose Noah. Um... Hudson, maybe, but he's like, I don't know. He's kind of a nice guy. He's what? He's like a nice guy. I don't know if I'd, I don't know if he'd be that great in, in battle. Um, I'm debating between like Lionel and maybe even Fuse here. Um, I know this is great. Lionel's married to Randall. Um, fuck it. I'm going Fuse. Fuse, you have two tops today, man. Yeah, and I did not design the question with that in mind, um, but Yoni, Yoni sold me over on that. So I've got Anton, Yoni, and Fuse in maybe my least thought out Tron ranks ever. I'm going to regret these. I don't think so. You have to be a little crazy to be a general. That, that's good for Fuse. Yeah, a- Anton's a little crazy too. Like, like a jester. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now he can be serious sometimes. Like when he's lawyering, he's serious, isn't he? I would hope so. I don't know. All right. <laughs> For the poor saps that he defends. All right. Well, thanks for coming to the pod, Yoni. I know it was a little short notice because no one volunteered, guys. You have to fucking volunteer and answer my email so I don't have to chase you all down. Anytime. Uh, um, anything else? Or I'll talk to you later? Yeah. If, if, I keep, if I keep winning and I'm undefeated and nobody's volunteering, I'll come back and brag about my team. Dude, we can just have podcasts where we talk about how great each other's teams are all season long. I would get listened by so many people. <laughs> yeah, our, our normal listenership of 10 will decline to 3. Uh, I would start listening to it. You what? I would start listening to my own podcasts. You don't listen to them when you go on? I hate my voice. I'm actually, I'm actually curious about that, if anyone listens to their own ever. I bet, I bet a lot of people do. Actually, I think like, I know Anton does, because he always makes comments afterwards about our podcast together. So Anton wasted two hours of his life, four hours, no, well, two hours of his life, and then he wasted two more hours listening to it? I don't know if you listened to the whole thing, 
But I'm pretty sure Anton in the past has made comments afterwards about like our podcast, or maybe he's actually just remembering them. But I, I think he listens. Um, I tried to once, and like within five minutes, I was I, I wanted to throw up because I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I hate my voice too. I listen to him every now and then just to like make sure they sound good. But I, I tried to. Listen. All right, cool. See you, Yoni. Take care, Narf. See you, everybody.